Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute, where we're analyzing the Fruzabalt classic, Return to Oz. <laughs> I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we're back again with another expert in geology, Chris O'Connor from <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. They're, they're from below the earth. Hi! Disclaimer, not actually a geologist. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly what we claimed. Um, no, we are... Following Dorothy in minute 70, which starts with her falling into the mountain and ends with her landing mm-hmm. somewhere. somewhere in the mountain. Um, so, yeah, we're going underground. Sort of. Probably smells better than the sewer. Yeah, yeah, it probably smells better than the sewer. It also doesn't seem to have any sort of physical matter in it. I, it looks it's a, it's a kaleidoscope. I. Mm. It's like she seems to be free falling through free nothing. Falling. Oh. Exactly, and yet she is at the same. And, and yet she's surrounded by these these trippy psychedelic gem molding, you know, kaleidoscopic images of of stuff. It's like what she so she's not on anything. She's not like in some sort of a fluid or you know powder, and she's just. Free falling through like a weird yeah. sort of like theater space. Yeah, this this isn't getting like, you know ejected out of the Matrix or anything. Um, it's much more akin to Alice in Wonderland. And for those who haven't rewatched this minute lately, first of all, go watch this movie. What are you doing? Um, this is like the cheesiest <laughs> minute. God bless her. She's doing her very best to sell it. She's floating through the <laughs> underground caverns of the mountain while the Gnome King explains that the As emeralds were his to begin with. And he was merely mm-hmm. rightly taking them back when he destroyed the Emerald City. Yep. How dare they? Yep. 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 So I can't decide if this is more the dwarves of Lord of the Rings or the goblins of Harry Potter, or if there is some Ur myth that the idea comes from originally. Mm. But uh, I've heard this argument before. Yeah. Yeah. Dug too deep into the mountain. And then the mountain went crazy and swallowed everyone, I guess. <laughs> I also like uh, the visuals like of, of her like following falling through the 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 mountain space mm-hmm. kind of made me think of uh in interstellar when when he goes into the black hole did uh if you've did seen he that have movie. to worry about his skirt flying up because she blatantly mm-hmm. has to tamp that down at one point yeah <laughs> bellowing yeah, no, a little he, bit he, too much on her <laughs> yeah he did not have to worry about that because he's in a space suit. I had a feeling I had a feeling yeah 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 <laughs> But uh, yeah, like it, the the these visuals are man, it's one of those rare moments. I'm glad I don't see in color. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I'm, it's gorgeous. I'm completely colorblind. But, yeah. Oh wow. I just listened to the epi- well, not just, but like I recently listened to the episode where you guys were talking about that. Like yep, you yep, and yep. Uh, Luna or Toffee, I forget who, but it was just like there are degrees, and then you were like. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a, a lot of people have like red green or red blue or blue green or whatever, but I, I have no, none of it. So it's just like, mm, okay. Well, you know, everything's a shader. Like that could have all been done in pencil for all I care. <laughs> Some of them are emerald, <laughs> but we got, it, it really is when you were saying it's like a kaleidoscope. I mean, that is yeah. exactly the effect. That's definitely the, the, the effect there. Interestingly. And it, it is interesting. 
Sorry. Uh, interestingly enough, that's exactly how they describe it in the script. It's a growing <laughs> awareness of great stone beings, jewels and electricity, fire and smoke, a kaleidoscope Wait, of the inner workings of the earth. I don't think that's what the inner workings of the no, earth look like. That's not quite exactly what happens here. I'm, I'm sure that's not what it looks like. <laughs> hey, you said you weren't a geologist. <laughs> I am Should not a we geologist. Believe you or not? <laughs> but you you believe me. Trust me, I would probably be more gainfully employed if I were a geologist. Not that they're necessarily I would no no no, I would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd I'd be like doing mineral rights or something. Um but uh yeah, when he's like, Oh, my gnomes, they make all the precious gems for me. I'm like, No, they don't. That's that's not how gem that's not how emeralds are made. It's great pressure, you know, volcanic activity, presence of particular uh elements. No, not gnomes, not gnomes, not gnomes at all. You're a liar, lying liar. Oh, man. We know how this works. <laughs> we at least know enough to know that this isn't how it works. <laughs> uh. One small change from the script. And yeah. uh, here in his, uh, in the Gnome King's speech, he says, all the precious stones in the world. Uh, but in the, in the script, he just said, all the metals in the world. Oh, which, which maybe going back to silver slippers, maybe the, maybe they were really on the edge of having that. Hmm. I just feel like precious stones versus all the metals makes quite a difference in your portfolio's net worth. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, everything the modern world is built on. Hmm. Yes, yes, <laughs> I made it. I'm going to reclaim it all. <laughs> Steve Jobs was sleeping, and I crept up and whispered in his ear, iPhones. <laughs> so hoping you were going with the Pirates of Silicon Valley reference there. I mean, that was the first thing I ever saw where I knew, like, who Steve Jobs was. So I knew the name Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. I did not know the stories until the Noah Wiley classic. I got the loot, Steve. Pirates of Silicon Valley. Bill Gates uh, drives a bulldozer into Steve Ballmer's car. It's so good. It's so good. Um, what's the name of the guy who plays Bill Gates? It's one of the Anthonys, isn't it? Anthony Michael Hall. Thank you. Another 80s star. <laughs> I knew it was, and I could picture him, and I was like, it's Anthony Michael Hall. And I was like, if I'm wrong, I will never live it down, so I'm going to ask. I knew I believe me I remembered Noah Wiley but yeah. <laughs> yeah one of my favorite early Bill Gates references was uh well I, I can't remember it was like probably around like 2000 but like when he's on the Simpsons <laughs> and like Homer has some dumb idea for some sort of e-thing or online something or other and like Bill Gates shows up and he's like oh I'd like to buy your company from you <laughs> And then it like has goons and pocket protectors and, and specs beat him up. And he's like, what, you thought I just wrote a check to everyone? <laughs> Your company is mine. Oh. Evil Bill Gates. <laughs> Buy him out, boys. Wait, Anthony Michael Hall was in The Dark Knight? Uh, As who? Oh, <laughs> um, he's like, he's one of the... Is he one of the cops? Uh, not a cop. Ooh. Uh, he's 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 like one of the lawyers or or the press i think but yeah i think i remember him he played mike he like the mayor? i don't know who that is hmm okay well okay 
Oh, he was born in yeah. West Roxbury, Massachusetts. Local boy. Yeah. Come on the podcast. He <laughs> wasn't in this movie, Tierney. <laughs> yeah, Return to Oz minute. Where were we? We'll, we'll get anyone to talk <laughs> she's about falling Return through to Oz. G- she, she's falling through rock space, which seems to have no rocks. In- she should be. This, she should come out of this a lot more worse for wear than she does. Well, again, this is why it reminds me of Alice in Wonderland when she's falling down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a separate rules of physics working here yeah dream rules dream physics like have you ever had a dream where you're like trying to go up some stairs and the stairs like collapse down to like uh you know impossibly small and yet you know you're you don't feel as though you've gotten any smaller but somehow you're like squeezing through a space that you shouldn't be able to squeeze through or or like things are collapsing in on you or around you i remember distinctly having dreams about being trapped in caves where i'm trying to like climb my way through the cave and it seems like it's large enough for me to fit in there before i start but by the time i get to you know like halfway in there it's it's closed up and I'm trying to force myself through a tiny little keyhole crack in this cave and it's kind of just terrifying. Aww. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> um, we were in your nightmare, apparently. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Rock space. I think you're right. I think the earth closed up behind her because there's no light source. Like, it's just the glow <laughs> of the jewels, basically. Or the gems. All of, all, of her, all of her friends have been left behind, and yep. uh, she's surrounded by kaleidoscopic bioluminescent rocks. Well, not bioluminescent, just luminescent rocks. <laughs> let's let's yeah, not get into it. Sorry, yeah, what's alive so, and what's not so at he, this point. Um, sorry, so. so he's like describing, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, the gnomes, they make all these from me. And she goes, you have so many. And I'm just like, oh, that's. <laughs> I okay. love it. And I, like. <laughs> Love that when she repeats it, you know, you have so much. It's because that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what kind of capitalist nonsense is this movie pushing? Well, I guess no, it'd be the opposite because he's the yeah, bad guy. Yeah, it's the guy. opposite. This is she. She's being a she's being a big, uh, you know, like re, wealth redistributionist. Yes, exactly. She's a, she's a commie. She she's a she's a. a of, she's a leftist progressive blah blah blah, 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 blah. Oh, I was gonna make a joke about little Bernie Sanders watching this movie, but then I remembered oh! he was totally an adult when it came yeah, out. He was, he was like in his forties. <laughs> he was like in his forties when this came out. I mean, he may still have enjoyed it, but he wasn't a little kid watching the Disney Channel. He was not a little kid. He was not a little kid watching this. the. Uh, the emerald, the emerald billionaires, and the the emerald millionaires, and the emerald billionaires—they've got to pay their fair share of emeralds to the Emerald City. And then we can have uh, yellow brick roads for all. Bernie was already forty-four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe his kids watched it. I just love that, like, most movies by a minute's podcast are like, let's not get into politics. And I'm just here like, how can I involve Bernie Sanders? Bernie! In I feel like you'd have a lot to say about that exchange. <laughs> um, you've, uh, you've got so many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I uh, don't understand why you can't share them. <laughs> um, but so I'm very curious in uh, <laughs> uh, putting... Birdie aside, uh, the idea, I know it best from Harry Potter, but I am sure J.K. Rowling did not come up with this, and that the goblins consider anything that they made to be theirs. And if a wizard mm-hmm. buys it, it's essentially out on loan. They feel like yeah. when that wizard passes, it should go back to the goblins that made it, not they the have descendants a, have of a, the wizard. 
yeah, they have a different understanding of ownership of the 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 concept of owning, and that and that uh, whoever makes the thing owns it in perpetuity, and it can only be leased. Yeah. So, I mean, we're obviously supposed to see the gnome king as greedy by the end of this minute, but could he just have that different outlook? I mean, yeah. he pointed out that he's got to be lying about the gnomes making emeralds for him because the earth makes not emeralds, not gnomes. But of course, well, yeah. I mean, in this universe, he's a giant talking rock face, so maybe, maybe it's he does. Different. But yeah, so yeah. if that's what he be- like, the wheelers are a threat. Is he wrong? Like, if he believes that they were always his, they just happened to be at the Emerald City for a while, and he decided to take them back. How is that any different? Well, he didn't just take them back, right? He also turned people to stone and like ruined things, and presumably killed a lot of people and i mean the you know, goblins don't take hostages just... when they reclaim a sword so <laughs> that i could see There's... being the like dividing line of well where's the scarecrow he did, buddy he did not he did not go to the uh, to the hag in oz and uh, claim you know international crimes <laughs> had been committed against him and his people and and seek redress for grievances oh, okay he took them back by force. Okay, so he forfeited his right to due process when he used. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's just he's 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 gone um, extra legal yeah. on the entire thing. Okay. He, you know, he 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 took justice into his own hands as a sovereign ruler can and and uh, would in this old feudal system that they seem to have in Oz, um, and uh, you know, to argue about you know the 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 various uh right or wrong of theft and ownership and you know who makes what is kind of a moot point when you've resorted to war he didn't go about it the vigilante way (laughs) and from now wait is dorothy a vigilante is this like frontier (laughs) justice that she's come to get the scarecrow back from kansas i mean i guess well, I mean, there is no recognized rule of law or, you know, force. There's no one she can turn to. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, vigilante, actually. I mean, she's fighting against the uh, she's fighting against the establishment of Oz. You know, she's going against a princess. She's going against the king. Yeah. So she's an outlaw. You know, there, there is no uh, uh, the, the law is not on her side in this instance. TikTok is a guerrilla army. This is, this is a very this is a very like um, anti-authoritarian, anti-establishment <laughs> film. Mike, did I cut you off when you were about to make a real point? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, uh, oh, uh, no, she, she's not a vigilante. I don't think I was going to say that. But I was going to say, she's not a vigilante because she was sort of hired and deputized by the Scarecrow, given instructions to meet up with his, uh, you know, his army. Oh, she's been deputized. Yeah, who's a legitimate yes. army of Oz. You know, okay, they, okay, that's cool. They were forced out of the city, and they're regrouping. But you know, All Dorothy, right. Dorothy's on the the right side. And and oh, I know what I was going to say. We get a, a, a little hint towards the end of the movie um, that the Gnome King was not always this powerful. So. You know, this might have been building up with the Gnome King. He might have been ticked off that mm-hmm. people were taking the jewels that were made. But mm-hmm. when he says all everything was made only for him, maybe 
the power has just gone to his head. And hmm. the gnomes just went about their business. They made some jewels. Some were, some were dug up. Others stayed below. Or... He staged a, he, did he stage a gnome revolution? The other gnomes appointed him ruler, and then he, uh, rather than surrendering power at the due time, decided to make himself king. Yeah. Or was he always regular, king, not George but he Washington. knew he didn't have the power to take on the Emerald City, so he reserved his forces until he knew he could conquer. I mean, that's just good strategy. <laughs> if you know you're not strong enough to go up against the Emerald City... And then finally you are after all these decades or centuries of what you see as injustice. Hmm. Hmm. I can't believe how deep we're going into this ridiculous minute. This is great. I have like nothing on notes. This is so much better. Um, It's beside the point. What what does he say? It's not the point or beside the point? That is not the point. (laughs) That is not the point. That is not the point. The gnome? You know, he has a a fair point there, I guess. (laughs) Ish. I haven't the, read Ayn Rand. I don't know. The Gnome King's <laughs> well. the Gnome King's speech in this part of the script is all capitalized. <laughs> He's shouting on the See, internet. Yeah, I kind of like it in this. It's more measured, and then. He's clearly annoyed with it when he says that's not the point, but I like the way it's <laughs> he, played better. <laughs> he's mountain splaining things to her. He's mountain splaining, and then when she calls him out, he's just like, "That's not the point," you know. Like it plays so much funnier than if he was actually screaming. Because it sounds a little goofy. He's like, "That is not the point." Yeah, but not the point. Um. and then she just kind of like abruptly stops sliding through nothing and is in a space laws of physics have finally caught up with her she seems like she just kind of slides into a room well as we learned from superman 3 as you know she was falling at a little bit of an angle as long as she hit Uh on an angle she's fine yeah 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 as long as you slide into it yeah like if you were to if you if you skydived out of a plane and there was like a big enough kind of gentle enough slope that you could perfectly ease into, now you'd still die. <laughs> Where does tuck and roll come into it? <laughs> Somewhere between Superman three and Aladdin, because Aladdin can go can land on any um, any not balcony uh, canopy. Any surface. Yes. Yeah. Anything. As long as he's... One jump, head of the law, or something yeah, like see, that. Yeah, see, I'm getting reason. flashbacks to the video game. I'm like, he doesn't always land oh, on everything, let me tell that you. That video game was, was so good. So I love that it game. It was so good, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Where's the video game at the... Anyway, sorry. You'd have to be, like, dodging the different jumps if you went down. Have... Have there has there ever been a uh, an Oz related video game? Yes, there has. Oh, yeah. This is uh, all you because that's oh, jeez. Uh, let's see. Uh... Google, 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 Google. I bet it's a point and click adventure. That's pretty good stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Uh... I mean, and watch it. Watch it turn out to be like a first-person shooter. <laughs> Dorothy Gale. Or like a, or or like American McGee's Alice, a third-person like horror slasher. That... Actually, that would fit in really well with Return to Oz. 
you know, I, I've brought up American McGee's Alice before, and I think the reason I really like that game is because I liked Return to Oz. <laughs> yeah, I would not be at all surprised if uh, the people who designed that game were fans <laughs> of this movie. Okay, let's see. Yeah, so the Return to Oz computer game came out in 1986, at least what? in the UK. I don't know if it was ever released in the US. It was available for all the big platforms. The Sinclair, the Commodore, the BBC Micro, Armstead Systems, and Atari. Though I don't know which one, if it was 2600 or 5700. It was a text adventure game in which the object of the game is to travel to Oz and find out exactly what happened to your friends. Follow the mystical huh. path into the land of Oz, where you begin a journey of the of a lifetime and enter an age where fantasy and adventure no longer are no longer fiction, but become actual reality. Huh. I wonder if that's up on like uh, I can't remember the name of the site, but there's like a uh, there, I think there are a couple of them, but like those sort of like vaults of um, like DOS based like 80s and 90s computer games that have sort of like fallen out of um, copyright, like nobody owns the rights to abandonware. Them, so just up to, to like that way yeah, happened with Disney property. <laughs> so well, I mean, we are talking about a movie that for the longest time they only printed out for the Disney Movie Club. <laughs> So it is available online to play on archive.org. I, I, I looked wow. into this uh, like two days ago. I didn't have any we, notes we ready definitely to, put a to link bring to it that up. up. <laughs> yep. That's, that's kind of awesome. You should put a link to that in the, uh, in the, uh, the Facebook group. Yeah, I, I, I had it marked down to, uh, I was like, oh, I should put something together and bring this up in an episode. But since, we, since it came up. It just, it just came up. It, oh, it was yeah. meant to be. <laughs> Go me. Perfect. So yeah, everyone can spend their evening playing a, that. A text-based adventure game for Return to Oz. Well, that is just lovely. <laughs> it is quite fantastic to see. That also means the Dorothy Gale first-person shooter idea is still available <laughs> for development. Uh, somebody should like just mod Doom to do that. Oh my! There was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a Sailor Moon mod for like Doom too, what? where you like <laughs> run around throwing your tiara. <laughs> oh, uh, great, stuff. great stuff! Great stuff! Oh, the internet giveth. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. The does anyone else have any notes for this minute? Nope, just that uh, you know she she magically safely rolls into what I presume is the scarecrow. Yeah, do we get like the glimpse? You get, like, a glimpse okay. of, like, his straw and, like, I think he has a crown on. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. And yeah. so we'll we know be that's sure coming. of that next minute after the break. Yeah. 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 If you were watching this <laughs> continuously, you would not have this question of, like, oh, do we see him this minute? But, yeah, it's fine. Um, I would say the internet giveth, and it giveth websites with lots of podcasts, one of which is moviesbyminutes.com, which lists all the finished or currently releasing podcasts that are doing this format for various movies, and that would include Return to Oz Minute and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, which is where Chris hails from. It does. Yep. 
over on uh, DuelingGenre.com. I've, uh, I'm one of the regular hosts at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, and I've been guest hosts on uh, Back to the Future Minute, where uh, our, our executive producer, Scott Corelli, and, uh, and, and uh, his partner, Nick Jimenez, talk about the three Back to the Future Minute movies. I mean, Back to the Future <laughs> movies. They're not about a minute. Why would you go back a minute? Anyway, so I've been on, on the podcast for each of those three movies, and then uh, also uh, I, I uh, just did... Uh, um, the uh, Spider-Man Minute, which uh, Scott Corelli also does with uh, Zach Luna. Um, those are also those are both dueling genre productions, and uh, they're, they're pretty awesome. Nice, yeah. I uh, I did Spider-Man Minute, which was really fun because I got to reminisce. And then Mike and I guested as a team together over on Ferris Bueller's Minute Off. Guess what yes, movie Ferris that Bueller. is? <laughs> and it was really great because we had a Chicago Minute, and we recorded the night when none of the four of us on the recording had been able to go to the Movies by Minutes convention in Chicago. Oh! So, uh, yeah, if you like these podcasts, let's, uh, let's peer pressure this to do another one next year, and maybe I can get to that one. <laughs> next year being 2018 as of this recording, which is 2017. Yeah, this, this thing's evergreen. Sorry. This thing's Sorry. evergreen. Yeah. People could be listening to this in 2070. For their PhD thesis on podcasts. They'll probably still get our Bernie references. Hopefully. <laughs> if that's what they're doing their PhD on, then yes. Well, one would hope. I'll um, have to tag this as episode for geology. So maybe this will show up in uh, the geology curriculum as well. There you go. There you go. It's all about that metadata. <laughs> uh, Hashtag. And uh, and the website for our podcast is returntoosminute.com. Or weogtiogpiog.com. <laughs> I know how you love saying it. I love saying it too. Uh, would you like to lead us off on the magic words? Weog. Tiog. Piog. Piog.